Welcome back to Moms with Attitude with Beth and Chelsea. All right. So today's topic is we're going to talk about kids' activities and really we're going to talk about dance moms versus soccer moms. <laughs> Excuse me. Or like, should every kid get a trophy? Yeah. yeah. Should should everyone be rewarded for not working equally hard? Yeah, because I feel like in this day and age, so different from when you and I grew up Mm -hmm. because we didn't get a participation trophy. Yeah, I think our parents were conditioned to first, second, third. So then we all expected first, second, third, you know? Right. So I don't know where the change happened. Yeah, I don't know when it happened either. Where, Where we decided this will make everyone happy because it probably did for a long time. And then you take it to the next level. It was probably a business move and then it worked and then everyone caught on. I would think because money drives everything. Although the lessons it's teaching our kids, I would say is not uh, real life or like not accurate to how life happens. And it doesn't teach your kid the lesson of like hard work equals winning. Yeah. No, that's very true. Right. Yeah. So, So, yeah. Okay. So obviously Paisley is in, she's in dance Mm -hmm. and she's in pageants. Yeah. So how did, I mean, it's a natural progression for her to like want to go into dance because you own a dance studio and that's really, you know, what she grew up around. But is that something that, like, even as, like, a small child, she always expressed interest in? Mm -hmm. Or do you think that she kind of felt obligated to go into dance because she has, like, you have a dance studio. The dance studio is, like, named after her. Right. You know. She better. (laughs) Well, so she always danced as a toddler, right? Mm -hmm. So it was kind of natural and it was fun for her. She loved music. Um, so story time even like did, you know, instruments and things like that. So, but, uh, growing up, she did, we allowed, she did whatever she wanted, softball, she tried cheerleading, um, gymnastics and dance. So we just let her do all the things and then she's done basketball. So, yeah, I mean, I think dance is something that is, is something she's really passionate about and, pageantry I think is a new thing which we've said before and it's something that she uh I think is just extremely intrigued by Mm -hmm. and we're not we're still new to the pageant industry yeah um but you've been in pageants so I mean kind of (laughs) but again 2022 is a whole nother level yeah like our parents I feel like would have laughed in our face if I was like hey Dad, I want to be in a pageant. The overall cost is $7,000. What do you think? That'll get me a dress, a, my way there. Yeah. He'd be like, what? No. Are you going to college? Yeah. Like, it's what? ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So it's just everything has changed. Um, the caliber, the amount of training kids do. Um, and maybe it's like the opportunities that are available. Um, and I think our generation, like, the late or like 30s to early 40s, even late 40s, probably. 
are competitive and if your kids are competitive then you really like latch on or connect mm -hmm. and then it can easily get out of control yeah that's so, very yeah. true i mean your kids play soccer and yeah so we did so Addie played soccer for four years four or five years and then charlie has she's on her third season of soccer and both of my kids have always been really good when it comes to like um the technique of soccer and dribbling and you know being able to like you know hand like hand or i'm sorry like foot. eye foot <laughs> foot coordination. Eye coordination um has actually been been something that they've excelled at it's just for them what was challenging is somebody running at them and so oh. they're not like neither one of them aggressive have ever been aggressive uh -huh. and i think that when there was like one season that Addie showed some aggression and was like really um you know, into getting in the mix with the girls and like getting the ball um, and stealing it away. That lasted one season. And then just as the girls like have gotten bigger and they've gotten older, she's, she became more like scared, timid, yeah. timid. And okay. Let me ask you this. Do you think kids, kids should lose or should they all be recognized? So I do think that they, I think there should be a first, second, or third. Um, I think that there are better players on the team than others. And that is just a fact of life. Mm -hmm. That there are people in this world who will always be more skilled or have more experience or, you know, can kick the ball harder or, you know, in the dance world maybe can do like a whatever it is better lift their, lift their leg yeah lift their leg <laughs> higher or you know do a triple whatever it is um i do think though that kids should be recognized for just like showing up being on the team oh. but not necessarily by like a trophy or anything like that i think it's kind of like in the professional world of having like, you know, being praised in some way of, and, and having some sort of like appreciation. I kind of look at it that way. But as I've told my kids, I mean, they're not, they're going to be the, I mean, they're not like big people, you know, and they're never going to be like the biggest on the team or potentially maybe even the fastest, but our big thing is that they they just have to try their hardest mm -hmm. every time they go out on the field or every time that they're doing whatever it is they need to make sure that they're giving 110 percent because you may not be the biggest or you may not be the fastest but if you have the best work ethic i think that sometimes that can can trump the skill mm. and the experience interesting and so um we just want our kids to have fun and whatever they do and that's like you know whether they choose to do soccer. Now we kept Addie in soccer much longer than we should have because we love the team that we were on. We love the parents that we were around. And we kind of just kept thinking like, 
okay, maybe she'll get, maybe this, this season will be her season. Hmm. And again, she had that one season that, you know, she did great. Um, but the last season that she played was really, really hard and just challenging. So we pulled her and, and actually it was her decision to, um, to not join the team again for like the next year. And, and it's been the like best decision. I mean, she's kind of a different kid. No, well, that's so good. yeah. So I will say, I do think kids should lose. I am, you know, obviously own a dance studio. We go to competitions where everybody wins and you are only a child once. And there's lots of pros to everybody getting a trophy and feeling that like, Yay, I'm I am excited I got this trophy. And I honestly do think eight and younger, because that's kind of a division that we we work through. We have like age groups, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like eight and younger participation trophies are great. You know, thank you. This is exciting. Here is something. You did a good job, you're brave, etc. Then obviously inside that you have a select group that works harder. I I do think that kids um, excel when they're rewarded. I do think Mm -hmm. that, but I also think um, there comes a time where it's like uh, your trophy, like winners are made in the classroom. Winners are made in at practice, you Mm -hmm. know? And so if everyone is rewarded, then I feel like they don't grab a hold of like, but the work ethic actually has to happen in this, in the studio or in the training. So I think um, after eight and younger in a perfect world for me, I would say nine and older, we start teaching them a little bit more of like the work ethic and we teach them the, you know, what that, what that looks like. You do have to show up to class to get a trophy. You do have to work harder than someone else right. to get a trophy. Yeah. And you can't just work hard at the game or at the performance. You you have to work hard all the time because somebody else is. Right. So I think um, there's that. But you said something interesting, which is prevalent in our world too, is that the parents, right? Like you stayed in it because it was mm-hmm. like fun to be around parents. Well, I think our parents do that too. And we have a lot of keep up with the Joneses like Mm. this person is doing x y and z so I'm doing x y and z you know instead of allowing their kid to kind of drive that ship a little bit but also knowing one thing I run into a lot is like kids are still kids um there is a fine line I think from being burnt out to being a parent and saying yes I know you're tired but we all have to go to work when we're tired and we all have to go to practice when we're tired so there's that fine line of like pushing them because that's kind of, we have to explain to them that's life. Yeah. And then there's to figure out like what's burnout like yeah. I'm over it, you know? So, well, and I feel like it's interesting because I was having this conversation with a mutual friend of ours, like a couple weeks ago, um, whose uh, kid was kind of challenged by the coach and the coach like understood one thing that this child did not want to do. And so basically the punishment was that thing that this kid would not want to do. Um, So it was like, if you don't do this, then you're going to have to do that. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of put a punishment with it. 
but the kid, it actually forced the kid to do the thing right. that maybe they hadn't, you know, yeah. I think maybe that they were scared to do. Right. So ultimately it was a good thing. But then the kid was like scared to go back to practice the next time thinking that, that you was know, the option. that the, the coach is going to like punish this person. You yeah. Know? Anyway. So I was telling this friend of ours that, you know, I think that like this generation that we're raising, like everything is like super soft now. And I think even coaches are, have kind of gone soft too. So like, I think of, I think of Addie's like coach, soccer coach, who was the dad of a girl uh on the team And so, and it's like, you know, he wants to create this like fun environment and all of that. And it's a recreational team. It's not a competitive team, but in the same, like in the same regard, I'm kind of like, well, I would like my child to actually learn, you know, some soccer skills. And that's so funny you say that because my cousin just pulled her three-year-old out of a soccer indoor where Grayson goes because she just signed them up and then they went to their first practice and they obviously play with bubbles and yeah, do things like that. Yeah. And she said, I just walked right back up and asked for my money back. Cause my kid wasn't going to be learning soccer. <laughs> well, at that place, I know it's hilarious. Know, I mean, uh, especially in like, she's so funny. The little toddler thing. Yeah. You I mean, I can, I see what she's saying. I think there probably could be a little bit more soccer involvement there. Meh. And I think that neither here nor there. I don't even like soccer. But, you know, like, there should be a little bit more. But I think that there is when you get to the older class. I know. But, like, at least they, like, like soccer for a reason. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. but Because both the girls did what, what Grayson does. Yeah. And I think that that, I mean, I think that it did help them, like, like want to do soccer. Until they go to practice and there's no more bubbles or... Whatever, and then they're like, "Wait, I thought soccer was so, like, bubbles." Here's, here's the thing: both of my kids and Tyler and I like laugh at this. We call them practice kids mm. because they excel at practice, oh, okay. and then when they get to the game, that's where the issues start oh, happening okay. because there's another team, right? Like they know that the girls on their team aren't going to hurt them, uh-huh. but it's like the girls on the other team might they, they might, yeah, you know, and so they. So we call them practice kids because they like do amazing at practice. The practice teams here. Yep. And, but then once they get to the games, it's not, it's not so great. So Um, I was just thinking of a question and and then it just slipped my mind, but, um, oh, what was it? I think that there's like, I don't know. There's like such a fine balance between the two of like, you know, whether you, you mentioned like letting your kid kind of drive the sport or whatever activity mm-hmm. that they're in, or like if your parent or if like you let the parent yeah. drive it. And, you know, again, we kind of pushed soccer, I think for too long um, and backed off of that. But now like with our youngest, we're kind of in the same boat because we really like the families and like the team. Mm-hmm. And so, and we're kind of like, okay, do we keep doing this? So we are the type of people though, that will let our kids kind of explore and do any activity that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Cause except dance. No, we do dance. <laughs> um, or we will be doing dance. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I'll let you guys know when that happens. <laughs> we will we'll we'll pod about um Charlie's like first dance class at Gosh. Chelsea's studio. Man, so that'll be revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think that you know we're pretty open to what they do. We just want to make sure that like they commit to it. Mm-hmm. And like we don't want to like pull them from an activity like the first day if they don't like it. Right. You know? I mean everything's that's new is tough. But there are a lot of people that do that though. They're just like, oh, okay, you don't like it. This is your first class. Okay, let's go. Okay. So coaching moments, things like you say like coaches are too soft now and this and that. Okay. So young Chelsea was not soft at all. Prior to kids, even probably with my first, I was still very, my goodness, this weather must be making me yawny. That I was very like strict. I was very honest. I was very cut and dry. I didn't sugarcoat. I didn't sandwich. I didn't do any of that. Right. I was just like, this is what it is. You want to be good. This is what you do. You want to do this. This is what you do. You want to be mediocre. This is what you do. And I was very like that with parents and kids. And then it kind of caused probably more drama in my life than I wanted, but it took me a while to figure that out. Um, So my delivery had to change. Mm And then I lost some kids that I loved, which I've talked about before. And then my delivery really changed and I became so soft and I am still soft. I get it back every once in a while, but I have to like 4,000% trust that the kid and the parent can take it because if the kid can take it, then nine times out of 10, the parent can take it. But sometimes the parent can't take it and the kid can take it. Right. Because the kid could just be telling the parent what happened in practice. And then you get the phone call from the parent and you're like, wait, what? Right. Why? Like I was my intention was to make her better. Those feelings are normal. Tell her that and let's move on. But um, I think I run into that, you know, obviously, because I work more with little girls or or teenage girls, I guess. Um, But it's different because I work in the school setting and in the mm-hmm. private setting. Yeah. In the school setting, it's a lot less parent involvement for us, which is like feels so easy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so easy. The the private side, the business side, I feel like there's a lot more fear driven and like how much I'm willing to take on. Well, because it with could my affect, actions. Yeah. Because yeah. it could affect your business. Yeah, it could affect my business, but then it affects my personal life because then if someone takes it personal, then I take it personal and I never meant it personal. It's like a snowball effect. So the other question I would say is how much is too much? How many days a week is too much? How much money is too much? Yeah. What do you feel like? Because obviously my kid in my life is doing all the things all the time and You know, there is the common, like, she doesn't get to be a kid or you don't get to do kid things or you don't get to do blah, 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 because you're so dedicated to your sport. So what's your take on that? You know, I don't know, because our kids, okay, so there was, I guess, one point where Addie was doing dance, she was doing soccer, and then like gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And so there was, we were like all over the place. She wasn't really doing dance guys. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
She went to daycare for an hour. <laughs> so, um, it's true. It's very true. Sad, but true. Um, so, I don't know, like, I mean, with piano, so Addie started piano this year, and piano is very expensive. Um, it was actually more expensive than I thought it would be. Um, I'm curious. What is it? How so expensive is too expensive? For the year, it was like 900 and something dollars. Well, what does that look like? What's the year? One day a okay, week? Okay, it's one day a week. Yeah, and then four, four to five. That's expensive. It's, I mean, I kind of, but we had, to, you know, we had to buy a piano because we didn't have a piano. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And so we bought a piano, which mm-hmm. granted that was $75 on Facebook market. That's like the steal okay. of all seals. Um, and then, um, so yeah, so we, you know, we had to buy a piano. We have to get it tuned every six months. Yeah, but $900 a year is cheaper. That's not even a hundred bucks a month. I know, Chelsea, okay, but I'm it's, saying, you know, I'm just trying I mean, to figure out. We, we, you know, again, are different. You and I have different opinions uh-huh. on how much you'll spend. Clearly. So I would say this, like if the girls came and they were like, let's just say Charlie, for example, wants to get into like competitive dance or like competitive cheerleading or whatever. I think that we would have to like look at that and see like you have you you make or bring a cost analysis. No, I what I was gonna say is <laughs> I think that we would have to figure out if it was something that she could she maybe wanted to do for a long time or if it was just like a phase, mm. you know. And so with soccer, I mean, I think you know, we didn't, I mean, it was maybe like $85, $90, like every season. So it's not that bad. So I don't know, like, I think because we haven't been faced with like the reality of like what, you know, like an activity cost could be because we haven't had, like our kids just haven't done that yet. But like, I know for you, like you have competitive dance, you go on all these trips, like now Paisley's in pageant world. I mean, so you're, your expectation of expense is different than mine, but you tell me. Um, yeah, because <laughs> I think $900 a month, I really hate to tell you. Not that, a month. Uh, okay, a year. <laughs> well, so that's why I was confused because $900 a month is not uncommon for competitive dancers if you're competing, like, so your entry fees and stuff, you know? So $900 a year. I mean, I, I believe if you're a dance mom listening, you'd be like, hey, I'm down. So um, I think sacrifice for your kids is normal. I think, I do think your kids should know that things cost money, but I also think that your kids don't need to know um, the financial situation because I feel like that's burden is too hard for them to carry or too much, especially yeah. if you talk about it a lot. But I also think you have to make, as a parent, smart decisions so that your innate actions do not, like, show. You yeah. know, like, you better win because I pay. Blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah, yeah, Stuff yeah. Stuff like that happens. Or that's the feeling that happens for parents. So then it comes out in their actions. So I do think, um, you know, just being honest with yourself as a parent is just 
kind of part of that process. Uh, I never expect Paisley to win. I expect her to do better than she did the last time because she was at class for a whole. Yeah. So you should see some growth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my expectation. Um, You know, because she is in the position of studio owner's kid. uh, She is able to kind of float around and, you know, I, I suppose I'm more flexible with how much she's in. Sometimes am I like, whoa, she'd be doing too much because it's not free for me. Right. For whatever people think it's not free for me to enter. So um, everybody's limit is different, but everybody I think has a limit that they're not willing to admit. And then sometimes they don't know their limits because then parents are then mad because they're not in something that ends up being really cool, but yet it takes work to be in something that's really cool. So then it takes a commitment in all different levels from financial to time. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's really just about like trusting the process and being honest about your situation. I think, so I agree with you. Like, I think that we don't ever expect our kids to like, like score a goal every game or, you know, be the number one player on the team. We just want them to always be um, improving and really just to have fun. But, you know, our girls are starting to get into tennis, which tennis can be an expensive sport. I've heard that. Okay. And so, you know, like Tyler was a tennis coach, and I think that we both, he and I both would love for the girls to play tennis if it's something that they can really get interested in. They are both expressing interest in it. And um, Addie is actually like a pretty good little tennis player as a nine-year-old. But, you know, I mean, we're never going to like force that stuff on them where like, you know, Tyler's a tennis player. I'm a runner. I would love for my girls to like be runners and be on the track team and run cross country and, you know, all of those things. But I'm never going to force my own sort of like wants for them and desires on them. Now, if they come to me and say like, Hey, I want to go on a run with you, then Mm -hmm. I'll let them do it. Do you ever feel like you and Tyler differ on, uh, like sports competitiveness? Kind of, but not really because I mean, we're both pretty competitive. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we probably express it in different ways. Mm. Um, So like when Addie was playing and she would not be playing well on the field, like Tyler would get really upset. Um, I think it was, I think a part of it was because of his competitive nature, but then I think also a part because he knows that she's like that good and she could be doing much better than what she was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Where I would just kind of like sometimes just sort of sit there. Now, there were times when I was like, I would get upset like at soccer games and stuff, but I don't know. Like, I think we're probably on the same level when it comes to that. Um, now it'll be interesting if the girls do tennis, mm. what that looks like for him. Um, now he's just coaching them right now and like teaching them right now, but you know, that will change because we don't necessarily think that it's a good idea for him con- to continue that um, mm-hmm. because, you know, like at, with any parent child 
you know, relationship, you, they eventually have to go to a different coach. I mean, even like Serena and Venus had to, you know, they started with their dad and, but eventually he had to hand them off to somebody else because, you know, they'll listen. Yeah. Like they'll listen to you for so long. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but we're like, I was super competitive as a child and Tyler was like in sports. So sometimes when our kids don't feel that way, like in the sports that they're in, we -hmm. are both so confused because we grew up like being competitive Mm -hmm. in a sport. And so, um, yeah, that would be really tough for me. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Now we've talked about before, like Addie is competitive academically so like mm-hmm. she wants to be the smartest, the smartest, and she wants to like know the most, and mm-hmm. you know all this stuff. And whereas like I'm not really sure kind of where Charlie's gonna fit right now because she's still so young. Yeah, but I could see her being competitive in sports, you know. So for sure. But yeah. Well, we would be curious to know uh, your thoughts on kids sports or like your questions or comments or do you do you have problems do you have relationship issues because of it um just kind of like what is is your your, take what's your limit yeah what is your limit yeah is there a limit I don't know yeah so don't forget to um give us a five-star rating leave us a review follow us on instagram it's uh moms with attitude a podcast. Um, email us with questions. And email us with questions. And it's been a great episode. And um, we'll be uh, coming back with hopefully some more guests and everything soon. So thank you all for listening. Thanks, guys.